Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Underemployed. This is our first episode. Uh, if we put this out, it might be terrible. We might not. Uh, this might be the last time you hear us. We don't know. It's a fun start for both of us. Uh, you want to introduce yourself? My name is David Hart. That's David Hart. I'm you Jack can Selby. Find me on Twitter at, at @hartwanders. No, we do. No, we do plugs at the end. That's how. The, that's how. No, we do the plugs work. whenever the fuck we want. All right. So yeah, this is. So let's establish first of all. Uh, neither of us have done a podcast of our own before, uh, but. If there's one clear-cut, I think, star-making vehicle, I'm going to guess it's probably me. Absolutely. And if yeah. there's anything that the two of us can do, it's r- ramble on for hours on end. Oh, hours on Incoherently and non-consecutively. Oh, yeah. Making no sense at all. I'm, if any of you know us, and honestly, if you're listening to us, you have to know us, uh, <laughs> then you know that we will talk about anything, uh, we will talk about everything, and we will talk about nothing, but we'll talk. Yeah, oh yeah, there'll be plenty talking about, who knows. <laughs> about absolutely diddly squat. Like, you missed it before we started recording, we were basically just talking about the halftime show of the Super Bowl. Uh, David, not a fan, me, indifferent, I didn't really see it live. Your problem was... Justin Timberlake is hot garbage and has been for, uh, I don't know, a decade now? Okay, here's my, here's my, here's my counter question to that. Have you heard Rock Your Body? Have you heard yeah, that song's more than Sexy a Back? That song Have you is heard that's just tw- over, 12 years just old. under a decade. So yeah, you'll still say he's hot garbage. This man has given us yeah. many good songs. Yeah, you know what else has given us many good songs? Auto-tune. Auto-tune. Shout out to uh shout out to uh Johnny Electronica, I think, who sang that song, who hasn't done anything in seven years, but you know. Good kid. Hopefully, gets better. I don't even know Good if he's guy sick. Works hard, loves the game. I was gonna say, I don't know if he's sick. I don't know. I just haven't heard him from him in seven years. So, I mean, best of luck to him. Yeah, I, 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 I will reiterate what I feel about Justin Timberlake's halftime show. It was 15 minutes of my life that I won't ever get back. Uh, what else him, were you gonna do during the halftime of the Super Bowl? To be fair, shotgun beers, something else. You do I that all the time. I wish I had done something else instead <laughs> of watching that show. Could have done some push-ups, actually. You know, I could have. I could have done some push-ups. I could have done some squats and drank some water. <laughs> yeah. Or drank some beer. I, I could have. I could have done. I could have done a lot of things. I didn't, and I regret it. Um, <laughs> it was an underwhelming show. It was overproduced. All hell. Well, that's uh, the pro- that's the NFL. There was thing nothing there. organic about any of it. Everybody from the the crowd and the the first little venue, whatever the fuck mm. that was, uh, was all paid participants to the people on the field who were all paid participants. Tell me, hold on, you wouldn't love to get paid to just be pretend to be a fan of Justin Timberlake for five minutes? I mean, I'd be fine with that. I was gonna say you clears. you was gonna say you would drive up to Minneapolis tonight if they gave you that. Yeah, how good's the money? Let's say they pay two two they pay two you pay two fifty. Fuck no, I'm not they, sure. They pay you 50 and provide the travel expenses, but you got to drive up there. No. No, that's the opportunity cost isn't worth it, because to drive to Minneapolis is at least a day's drive. So you're, t- you're, t- you're telling me that I'm driving... Th- me. We can make that fast. You're telling me I'm driving three... You're telling me I'm going to be gone for three days to only make $250? Fuck out of here. I'll make $250 in a night working the bar. Yeah, but then you could say you own national TV. I've been on national TV already. When were you on national TV? Uh, Obama's inaug- first inauguration. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, I was at the MTV service. That's right. I remember that. I saw you in the crowd from behind when either Kanye performed or someone else. I performed. wasn't. I wasn't. No, I wasn't I near where anybody Kanye performed. performed. He he performed in Chicago. I was in DC. I thought he performed at DC. Who no, did you I, see in DC then? Uh, I got to meet uh, Demi Moore, Ashton Kutcher, Usher, who smells I'm, like baby powder and is not very tall. <laughs> 
He is like 5'8". He's 5'8". He's shorter than that. He's like 5'6". Well, you're 6'9", dude. I'm 6 foot. Please. You're not 6 foot. I'm 6 foot and you're taller than me. Alright, so maybe 6'2". You're 6'2". My dad's 6'2", and you're the same height as my dad. Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. Yeah. So you met... Are Demi Moore and Ashton Kutcher still together? No. I was going to say, so you, I mean, you might have planted the seeds since Demi Moore said that this is Oh yeah, I planted the seeds ten years out that they were going to break up. <laughs> Give yourself some credit. Wait, who else? Was that? No, Lupe performed the next Obama's inauguration. That's when he got thrown out. <laughs> Remember that? When yeah. Lupe kept performing the words I never said verse for 45 minutes and they kicked him out because they said you're being a fucking idiot. And yeah, well, you know, credit to Lupe having his political stances and standing Sure, I, that's not my problem with Lupe, as you know. My problem was Lupe then annoyed the crowd for 45 minutes doing the same verse over and over. At some point, we get the message. Either do your songs or do something else. Wasn't it just that I think the war on terror is a bunch of bullshit? Wasn't it, it that verse? Well, no, that was the uh, song where he said he basically, is, he, might be a 9/11, he might be a 9-11 conspiracy theorist. Oh, which, he is absolutely a 9-11 conspiracy theorist. Which doesn't surprise me if you know Lupe. Lupe's a 9-11 conspiracy theorist. I'm sure he's a... Uh, Anything's sure, conspiracy theorist. I'm sure, he's a, I'm sure he's a truther to a number of things. Oh, God. But you know what? He's a Spurs fan, so I'll, t- I'll, I'll tolerate it. Not 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 my... Not, not San Antonio certainly not Spurs. Bl- Those aren't my Spurs either. God not San Antonio Spurs. I'm no. the only guy in America that doesn't like the San Antonio Spurs. I'm indifferent to them. They're like... They're, I like Pop, though. Yeah, and then Pop comes off as condescending, but he's also a really good guy who's, who I respect. Love that he comes across as condescending. We need more. Well, because you're condescending. Uh, you know, <laughs> if there's birds a memo of, we're gonna get from this birds podcast, of a, birds of a feather condensed together. <laughs> I guess so. Guys, if there's one thing we're gonna learn from this, and yes, I just said condense intentional. I liked it. I liked it. You know why? It worked. That's what a podcast is for, dog. You just talk and you make shit up. You, yeah, you does Greg Popovich have a podcast? I doubt it. You know why? JJ Reddick does. JJ Reddick has a podcast. Yes. Oh, that's right. He does it with, uh, or he's on at least. Uh, was it Zach Lowe or was it someone else? No, he's got his own show. Yeah, okay. Oh, he's got his own show now. I was gonna say. Oh, I mean, I don't know. He was in LA, so I guess that's a big market. But now, he, well, he's in Philly. Still a big market. Yeah, still a big market. Trust in that process. Well, hey, it worked for them last night. Shit. Speaking of speaking of trusting the process, Joel Embiid was spotted in the bullshit downtown in Philly last night. Not a surprise. I'm surprised he didn't get hurt doing it. Or Joel, I'm surprised they're not holding him out for the next game because he exerted too much physical activity. Joel Embiid was there. The little Dicky was there. I wouldn't be surprised if... Uh, well, actually, Green Man was there. Was Beanie Siegel there? I no, no word on Beanie Siegel or Freeway. Also, do we know if Beanie Siegel's in prison or not? Also, no word on The Roots or... Uh, Will Smith. Uh, no, Will Smith, Will, Will Smith was in California, please. Oh, Will Smith hasn't been to Philadelphia in 10 years. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if Will Smith... Will Smith hasn't been to a, to Philadelphia since they were in the finals against the Lakers when Shaq and Iverson were playing against each other. I, you know, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> I also wouldn't doubt it if, if Will Smith didn't know where to find anything in Philly anymore. Well, they probably... I mean, they, they had to move, he had to move out to Bel Air. He was forced out of his own city. How terrible is that? Yeah, you know. He was playing I, some basketballs. I feel he, so... The ball got... Lo- the ball... It was a loose ball. It hit someone in the head and they roughed him up and he had to move out to California. That's a rough life, man. Yeah, oh yeah, really. I feel so bad for him. He had to leave... He had to leave a, a shithole city that the police and... Police have used literal means of war by, on by their the way, citizens. By the way, to anyone listening who's from Philadelphia, that is David Hart speaking, I have no opinion. Philly's a shithole. I don't, I'm not a fan sometimes of the people of Philadelphia from what I've seen. Yeah, that city sucks. I know you don't like Bill Burr, but his rant on Philly in Philly is an all-time classic Bill rant. Burr's a moron. Bill Burr's not a moron. In fact, I, you hate Bill Burr because he reminds you too much of yourself. No, he doesn't. He's loud and opinionated. Bill Burr's a fucking moron. Why? Bill Burr is a loudmouth idiot. 
again, I think Bill Burr, you hate Bill Burr because he reminds you of yourself. No, Mine is mostly the idiot part. I'll give you that. No, he doesn't. You're loud. I don't have nearly the fake issues with my parents that Bill Burr does. No, whatever issues you have with your parents, you put out in the, you, you know, it's out there. And these are small Bill issues. Bill Burr and Titus are two dudes who just need to go to therapy and shut the fuck up. Titus like the, the god Titus? No, Christopher god? Titus. The name rings a bell, but I'm blanking. Yeah, you know, don't worry about it. Who's Chris? No, it was Christopher Titus. Give Christopher some Titus is another one of these washed-up, angry white comics who's not as funny. Isn't as... That sort of by definition not, most. He's most not comics. as funny as Colin Quinn or Jack uh, or a uh, fucking who's the? He used to be the Daily Show contributor. Um, uh, Craig Kilborn? No. Yeah, because he's, he's no contributor, not host. I was gonna, yeah, and also Lewis Black. Oh yeah, Lewis Black. Not as funny as either one of them. Uh, it, it's all just about, it's all just about all the, all the issues that he has with his parents and the fact that his father never loved him enough. Well, big that's deal. Neil, that's that Neil. sounds like, that's, you sound like everybody else from your generation. Say, My Neil, dad didn't say, hug me enough. I was going to say, Neil Brennan made a career out of that. Yeah, Neil Brennan made a career out of it and didn't turn out to be a shithead. He came out to be a kind of a smarmy prick, but he's funny. Yeah, but he wrote for Chappelle's show, so all is forgiven. Co-created, as Neil Brennan would point out. Yeah, co-created, <laughs> wrote for Chappelle's show, so all is forgiven. That's true. How many Chappelle Show references do you think we could drop in any given podcast? I mean... All of them? We could probably recite entire episodes. episodes by line. At this point. <laughs> When's we gonna be free? How about, about now-ish? Apparently shooting the slave master isn't funny to anybody but me and Neil. If I could, I'd do it every episode. Yep. Yep. By the way, did you like the new Chappelle Netflixes? Uh, I did enjoy them. I thought that they had a good cadence to them um i thought Chappelle doing a doing a, a doing one at the i think it was the warner theater in dc yeah which is i i, I went which to i it. thought was pretty cool yeah. uh you were there so yeah. you said there were some bits that he didn't do that that were not uh, he did one about the women's march which is funny it wasn't about disliking the women's march it was that martin luther king would have probably had a better gathering of a march than getting on the coldest day of the year to wear like fake dildos on your head he said like martin luther king would have been a little who was wearing fake dildos they were wearing fake no, vaginas no but I, <laughs> they my, were pussy sorry, that's hats right. my, my get it right you're right my, but i mean that's i think and there was another there was another one that made it into that second netflix special that he mm -hmm. did in the comedy club that he actually did perform at the warner theater but i, I like i'm agreeing with you it was, it was i liked it it was funny it was and like Chappelle, I mean, everything Chappelle does, you're at least going to think about it and you're going to yeah. whether you agree with I mean, it 100% or not. And there's stuff you and I probably don't, but both don't all agree 100% with yeah, what he says. Were, but that's the point of comedy. There yeah. were several bits of it where I, I had no idea where he was going. Yeah. And then he brings it back. That Well, that is Chappelle in a nutshell. Chappelle will go the he, long he is, way. He is the master of the callback. Of that one callback on the punchline. The, the end of that, um, the kicker right in the pussy line that he brought up <laughs> 15 minutes in the show. Brought up once in the show, and then this very serious part about Emmett Till and the woman, you know, dying. Kick her right in the pussy. That's how we end the show, and you go, "That's why he's the. That's why he's either, if not the best. It's him, of, Richard, it's him, Richard Pryor, and George Carlin. Chris Rock's my favorite, but that's just. Uh, you know what? Just, yeah, Chris Rock is phenomenal, but Chris Rock has not put out a good stand-up special in. Well, he hasn't put out any in like ten yeah. years. He hasn't put out a good stand. Say he hasn't put out a stand-up special in like fifteen. You know, I like Chris Rock because. Mm -hmm. Chris Rock is someone who is funny, really funny when he's not on. Like, he's not, I'm going to be funny and bit. Like, in a casual conversation, if you just listen to Chris Rock on a podcast, even talking about hip-hop, and he makes, like, sly references, Chris Rock is still the funniest guy in the room, and he's not trying to be. That's why I was... I don't know. Eddie Murphy is still pretty funny, too. I don't know, man. Did you see Norbit? Uh, 
That's fair. <laughs> oh, I did forget about that. Shout out to Norman. He did have that string of... He did that... He did, he's done like, Pluto Nash! He's done like three movies now where he's played more than one character. That's right. Fuck, he was the Nutty Professor, Nutty Professor 2, the Nutty clunks. Professor 3, Norbert... Was there another one? There had to have been another one. There, knowing Eddie Murphy, there had to have been. You know what? We're going. We're going to IMDb I was going right to say, you and, I, you and I have the resources to do this. By the way, for those of, uh, those of you wondering where we're recording this, you probably think, oh, we got this luscious studio, and you know... Nothing but illustrious desk. glass everywhere for no reason. There's a picture of us meeting, like, you know, some dignitaries on the wall of, like, you know, Kim Jong-il or something. I don't know. Someone like that. And we are at... We are in the, the trap house. What would we call this, right? We are in we are in my house, lovingly referred to as the trap house. Fredericksburg. I won't give away the address in case any of y'all want to you know, try to run up on us. I don't yeah. think that's, that's a good idea. Uh, we call it the trap house because the legend is the tenants before this one, before me, uh, were drug dealers. Yeah, it's important to distinguish that, that it was before David. Before I... They were drug dealers. Uh, <laughs> the toilet's there's still a Beverly Hills out. Cop 4 coming out. With Eddie Murphy? As Axel Foley, so yeah. Shit. The first Beverly Hills Cops was great. I didn't see two, which was apparently pretty good, I think. And then, yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't know there was a Beverly Hills Cop. Hill he Cop was in too. a heist movie in 2011. He oh, was with, in uh, ben Sh- with Ben Stiller. He was in Shrek. Uh, Shrek Forever Shrek. After. That's right, he was Donkey. I always forget that he was the Donkey. Donkey. Yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, so... Alright, so he had Meet Dave, where he plays two characters. Norbit, where he plays three characters. Uh, Nutty Professor. Nutty Professor, where he plays... Two characters. two characters. Uh, oh, sorry. Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps. He plays two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine characters. Uh, Bowfinger, he plays two characters. Like, Eddie Murphy has a history of making movies where he plays more than one character. Buddy, also stop. Also, SNL also, is over. I was gonna say. Also, Eddie Murphy now has a history, recent history of making movies that aren't particularly good. A re- recent history? Yeah. Eddie and when Murphy, I say recent, I mean the last the last twenty years. The last good movie Eddie Murphy was in was Shrek. Right. And that's not an Eddie Murphy project. That's Eddie Murphy getting offered a role because he's great in it. That's yeah. not Eddie Murphy saying, let me write another character that I can voice. Let me also voice, you know. Yeah. Eddie you Murphy's know. last good movie was two thousand and one. Shrek 2 is really good. 2004. Yeah. Let's give him 2004. Yeah, fine. We're giving, also, we'll give, I think that... We'll give him 2004. I will say this. So it's I've still been... Tw- tw- it's 13 years since he made a good movie? I've only seen bits and pieces of it, uh, to quote my... To use a phrase my dad uses, but uh, I think the Tower... It was Tower Heist, I think, with Ben Stiller. Uh-huh. I heard that was pretty good. No. So, okay. I refuse to acknowledge... I refuse to acknowledge... But I'm saying even made. if we give him that, that's still seven years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eddie Murphy, who at one time was the funniest man in America... Just kind of, and when he, you know, did you ever see him when he went back to SNL for SNL 40? Just sort of walked and didn't say anything and didn't know what to do. And I was like, this is the guy who hasn't been on SNL in 25 years and this is his big comeback? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Oh, Norm MacDonald said that he was going to initially do the Bill Cosby impression on Celebrity Jeopardy and then he backed out because he wouldn't be comfortable with it. Because as we know, you know, it's sort of, at the time maybe it was still sort of a touchy subject on the Cosby thing. It was still brand new and, you know. It's uh, brand new, but it was an open secret right. comedy. Because I've forgotten that the Hannibal, Bur- like Hannibal Burris is the reason that anyone cares about that shit. Well, because it, it came out in 06. Well, like, the there was first, stuff the, like it. The first accusations came out earlier than that. The first accusations against Bill Cosby came out in, like, 03. Right. And, and then he got... And it just kind of got... It, it yeah. was kind of... It was kind of just in... It was, it was in Discovery. So right. And, and, exactly, and it was and it was sort of vague. And it, so it was just like... And a, it was still sort of the time where you can kind of sweep that away. So they're like, all right. 
there was like one, maybe two women, and then Hannibal and Burris had his yeah. whole rant about how yeah, oh, everybody in comedy knows that Bill Murray's a fucking well, Bill, Bill, Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby, Cosby, Bill Cosby, Bill Murray's a. I don't That's think Bill right. Murray's drugged anybody. Yeah, Bill, Bill Cosby is an assassin. Uh, on a public I am forum, we, so sorry, Mr. Murray, the good name of Bill. Bill Murray. Yeah, Bill Murray. To our knowledge, the worst Did Bill not, Murray's ever done has been sort of a dick on movie sets. Not even that bad. Like he's not. The worst chase. thing Bill Murray's ever done is somebody orders a shot, uh, orders a fancy drink, and, then, and he gives him a shot of tequila. Yeah, that's the worst thing Bill Murray's done. Or take a bite out of someone's sandwich without asking and say no one's gonna believe, believe you. you. But at this point. You could tell me that Bill Murray walked up to you and cracked an egg on your head and, I totally and tickled believe. your balls, and I'd be like, yeah, that probably <laughs> that happened. That sounds like Bill Murray. That sounds exactly like Bill Murray. This is a man who showed up in Conquistador Regalia for the fucking uh, Mark Twain Awards. Oh my god, you're right. For uh, Letterman's, right? For yeah. Letterman, absolutely. This is a man who, with his brothers, calls the, the, the woman who was the love interest in Roadhouse, calls them whenever that movie is on. Whenever Patrick Swayze and that woman are getting it on. And it's like, oh man, Patrick Swayze's really giving it to your wife. Oh, he's got her pinned up against the wall. To the point that they will call them from Russia at three in the morning's local time. When was the last time Bill Murray was in the movie? Not, I'm not even like in an Eddie Murphy way. I just mean like, was it Lost was in Translation? It? No. No, it has no. to be worse than that. Because that's 2003. No. He was in, um, he was in St. Vincent. Oh, I don't. St. Vincent, um, the... It's the one where he plays the scummy old guy in uh, Staten Island. That's right. Yeah, and I it was saw. so good. I didn't see it, but it I'm was, assuming He's also good. in Angie Tribeca. He was in Ghost... He had a cameo in Ghostbusters. Angie he Tribeca. the voice of Baloo in the new I like that, Jungle I, Book. I like that... Okay, that... Yeah, that's right. He was in that's a very right. Murray Christmas special on Netflix. By the way, that Jungle Book, which came out... Must have come out a couple years ago. I was 16. That's a good movie. He was in. He was in an episode of Parks and Rec as Walter Gunderson, which, by the way, I was on the record at one point saying that Parks and Rec was a terrible show and you no hate one the should office. watch it. So yes, I hate The Office mostly because I hate Michael Scott. Right. But Parks and Rec, I hated it because I watched the first season. The first but, season was a directionless yeah. mess. Once you get into second season, and honestly. You just just don't even bother with the first season of Parks and Rec. Just start at the second season, and you will laugh your ass off. I was going to say, I've been try- every time I've watched Park and Rec, Parks and Rec, I've liked it. I just haven't been able to get into it. Just and- skip the first season. Yeah. Just go straight for the second season. You will not regret it. Most shows are like that, though, the where the first shows se- that you can One of the few shows that you can just rewatch. You can still yeah. get bits. Because there's jokes that you, that you don't get every time. Yeah. The office... So, I'm... I get why you don't like it, and I don't mean that in a condescending way. Like it's actually reasonable to not like The Office because Michael Scott's a hard to like character. It's, or you know, the, especially especially the first talk about the, like the first season and a half. He's a real because they basically just make him the character from Ricky Gervais's character from The Office, the British see, Office. No, 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 no. He's he's totally different from the Ricky Gervais character. They're both they're both self absorbed blowhards. Right. But Ricky Gervais's character isn't like mentally incompetent. Right, like, like Michael Scott. Well, what, Michael Scott should not have any sort of a degree from any sort of institution. Michael Scott is borderline you, you mentally I, incompetent. You, you and I have met people that have college degrees that we wouldn't describe as the most. Some of the stupidest people I know have, have have law degrees. I'm right. I, I've said that before, and I, I stand by that. Right, you and I struggle to get degrees, and you and I are both like we have our shit together. I mean, no, we fun. don't. That's true. That's why we're doing a podcast. Neither right of now. us has our At shit together. Three thirty in the afternoon on a on a Monday, because you know neither of us have nine to fives. <laughs> Uh, unless, hey, by the way, anyone listening to this, if you're in a position to hire, 
David Hart, again, he has a LinkedIn. I'm, I have a LinkedIn. Just shout us out. Uh, we're both good hard workers. Uh, you know, if, if you need David to get up to dress code with the beard thing, he's willing to do it. I don't know no, how much. No, not. Okay, that might be okay. That that's check, a, better, that check but, better be worth that check better be worth at least. Someone six offers figures. you a ninety thousand salary job right now, but says you have to shave your not yeah, even I'll trim. You would ninety thousand dollars a year. I'd start shave. I'd shave the beard for ninety k. What's the benefits? threshold of you not doing? Am I getting benefits too? Yes. Uh, minimum I'd consider it for is sixty five. Okay, so someone comes in with sixty, which is a good, especially around Fredericksburg. That's good money. Fredericksburg actually great be the, money. You could be the king of Fredericksburg making sixty thousand. Uh, not, not the king of Fredericksburg. <laughs> not to disparage uh, Fredericksburg. I love I love this city. Uh, eh, you don't because you've had to live here for. Yeah, exactly. I like it. There's nice people. You're more of you are you're, you're a big city folk. And that's a red card. Wow. Oh, that's right. We're watching Chelsea, and I want to say uh, Watson. Watford. Univer- we have it on in the background, yeah. and Bakayoko for Chelsea has a red card. <laughs> now, now I will say this: David uh, follows English Premier League uh, religiously. I um, vaguely know the rules of soccer. I uh, I know again what a red card. I know what a yellow and red. Actually, no. I mean, I know the rules. I played backyard soccer growing up. I, I know what the rules are. Uh, shout out to Pablo Sanchez. And you know the goat, the goat, the goat, the goat. You know, you know what's crazy? You know what's greatest athlete in U.S. history? You know what's crazy about Pablo Sanchez? The one, the sport he was least good at was soccer. And I don't. Well, I mean, you know, he was tiny. That's well, but you think about it with backyard baseball. That strike zone was like it's three inches. So it's like when uh, when Bill uh, Vec put out that that like Jose Altuve strike zone. Yeah, sorry. There's a theory that Jose Altuve is Pablo Sanchez. You know, I wouldn't doubt it. Have you ever seen Pablo Sanchez and Jose Altuve in the same room? Yeah, the same you know, time? I haven't. All right. So if and, anyone and, out there, and the timeline fits. The makes sense. If Backyard fits. Baseball came out in, I think, 95. And Pablo Sanchez was like seven then in yeah. that? Then seven yeah. or eight? Like, David, I think we just broke Altuve, this open. Altuve's like 27. Dude, I think we just broke like, this open. Bust. Bust it wide open source. Have, yeah. Bust it wide open. That's what this podcast will also be about, um, assuming it lasts, which, again, God forbid, uh, th- this might not last very long. Uh, Who knows? So people might say, they might, you know, hey, the, the free market will speak. The amount of downloads that this has will, will you know, will determine whether we should do this. We're going to be the next generation of SoundCloud rappers getting high on Fabuloso and Honey. Shout out to Bodega Boys. <laughs> which is also your inspiration for doing this, which is fair. It's not my inspiration. I was going to say, we're nothing like Bodega Boys. Yeah, we are not nearely as, as tangential. Th- or talent. <laughs> well, we're working on that. We're good. Yeah. We're no, good. We're not good. We're no, not we're good yet. Not good yet. I'm, first of all, we're at what? 20, about 22 and a half minutes. If you have any of you have made it to this point, God bless you. We're going to keep this short for, for the to begin with. Brevity is the soul of wit. I wouldn't agree with that. I would just say that we both suck right now, and if this goes beyond even 30, it'll be rough. But hey, we'll put it out there. We're disorganized. Dysfunctional. That's why we're doing a podcast to begin with. Hey, uh... We're we're calling it underemployed. Underemployed. I wanted to call it Hot Take Bakery. That was taken, but not an option. Uh, And then you didn't want to do Hot Takery because it would be too close to pardon my take, which, you know, I respect that. I, I got no... Although, on the other hand, what's the best way to get attention than to just throw shots at more popular podcasts? Yeah, no... I don't. I don't want do the rapper style. Of just I don't. Tossing I don't want. Or... I don't want to deal with the barstool hive. About... I really. I really don't want to deal with them. Who's who would? I mean, it's still Beyonce that has like the like no, the, the Bay strongest hive. hive. Bay hive is bullshit. The strongest hive. No, like, they, I mean no, the strongest no, like will come at your neck hive. No, no. Bay hive is not even in the top five in the, in, in in the ridiculous fan power rankings. Give me your top five. Uh, or give give me some names. I mean, if we're talking just the ones that will do the most damage. Yeah. 
still anonymous. They'll still fuck oh, yeah, shit that's, up six months. I guess if that's a hive, then yeah. They'll if anonymous fuck, is listening to this right now, they'll still fuck they can you up stop six my recording. Find my debit card info and then spam all my Facebook. You know, like, yeah, they'll fuck you up six ways from Sunday. So I just uh, want to say, officially, and then Trump supporters, the, uh, they're they're strong, and that's a hard one because he's the president too. It's not like you can just kind of ignore him. Well, here's the here's the thing that I have noticed: neckbeard programmers fucking love Trump. Like Trump is so popular within within uh, people who work within the the, the coding industry, really? and people who are people who are involved in computer science. Oh, absolutely. Because they're all, they're all this, like, build it on your own, build yourself up by your bootstraps bullshit, not realizing that... Trump uh, didn't, but Trump yeah, spoke for Trump didn't, but he speaks to it. These are also guys whose entire world is surrounded in an industry where women are shunted out and put on a pedestal, viewed as either, like, way too angels hard. or whores. There is no difference between... Well, I mean, that makes sense if you don't... If you're not around... It's like anything or anyone. If you're not surrounded by those people, you just get your own vision of them and then you get intimidated. Like, it's an intimidation factor when in reality, you just... They're just... Most people people are just normal people. They're a bunch of keyboard gangsters who will talk oceans of shit online, but you come at them in real life and let me tell you, they're calling the cops real quick. Well, I mean, hopefully not in the way of, like, the, the fake uh, SWAT team bus. Swatters? Oh, God. Yeah, that's a whole nother... If you SWAT people, you deserve to be thrown in jail. Uh, that's David Hart speaking. Please don't call the SWAT team on my house in Falls Church. No, uh, if, you, if, you, if you SWAT me, I will take you to court. Do you have and, a, do you have a dis- good lawyer? End of discussion. Doesn't matter. I'll get one. But you SWAT me, you're going to jail. I'm suing you for all your fucking worth. Well, unfortunately, the name of the title, the name of the show being underemployed, we might have, have to get a public defendant lawyer on that one. I, I can defend you. I've never studied law, but I mean, I could give it a shot. Pretty sure, pretty sure, Virginia state law requires Virginia Commonwealth law. Yeah, requires some sort of oversight there. Obviously, I'm no lawyer. Neither of us says. No, that'd be great if we were. We'd be making enough money to where we could be doing this podcast and that you know, not worrying. We're about not Preet Bahara. I don't know what a Preet Bahara is. He's a he's a person. He used to be the uh, district attorney for New York. Okay. Brooklyn. Shout out to Brooklyn. Uh, yeah. uh sorry, he was in Manhattan. Red Hook. Uh, and Trump fired him. Trump fired everybody. Yeah, but Bahara was Who hasn't Trump fired behind, besides Bahara Pence? Bahara was investigating Trump, so, you know, it's 10 Also, who hasn't been investigating Trump? I've, I kind of, so, I... I, I the New York, I, the New York, uh, was the New York State Attorney General is, is looking into him. Uh, obviously, obviously we got Bob Mueller getting into him, but, uh, you know, we digress there. Yeah. If it gets too political on the show, we're going to... Well, I wouldn't say alienate because the only people listening to us are going to be the our friends. Not like even. All, the not vast majority. Even yeah, I was going to say. If you're listening to us, thank you very much. Uh, we appreciate we appreciate you. Putting up with us right and, now. And... Uh, I promise this will get better. We'll cut, it's, we're about 27. Let's cut this off at 30. You got anything I, else you want to talk about real quick? We didn't even talk about the Super Bowl. That was going to be our number one topic of point of entry. And the Eagles won, thank God. You're uh, not a Pats fan? I No. I... I got no, I, my family's from New England, so I got nothing against them. But I, I also got uh, like when Brady won last year to me, that cemented him as the best quarterback. So this year would, it did nothing. Like I didn't need to see Brady. Brady, Brady and Belichick are the best QB coach combo of all time. Right, and I don't. Uh, and this Super Bowl wouldn't have them winning would not have. Tom done Brady is arguably one of the most influential players in NFL history. Arguably Agreed. one of the most influential men in American sports. I agree. Mostly a good guy. I mean, you know. No, absolutely not. He's a known asshole. That's true. Let me rephrase that. Tom Brady gets away with yelling like an asshole on the sideline. Yeah, I don't Tom know. Brady gets away with the shit that we would crucify Cam Newton for for a week. Hmm. 
I don't even know if it's race. I think it's just people just assuming, oh, because Brady's won and good. It's just right. Like, Yo, but no, Brady's Brady still an no, asshole. No, 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 like no, no, no. Brady walked off the field last night without shaking somebody's hand. And they're like, oh, he's a fierce competitor. He hates to lose. Cam Newton did the exact same thing two years ago. No, no. And he gets crucified. Cam Newton, my problem with Cam Newton, I love Cam Newton. I loved everything he did leading up to that because he's backing it up. He lost in the Super Bowl in part because we remember when he fumbled and he didn't dive on the ball. Just own up to it in the press. That's all you have to do. And he was very bored. And he just like did nothing for two minutes and then just complained. And like to me, all you have to do is just own up that you failed. Why? Why do we put athletes on, on, on this podium? Because 90 I'm a- seconds. Five minute, five minutes max after they've lost the most important and crushing because, thing in their life, because, and expect them to have complete, coherent, intellectual, it, no, introspective thoughts. Newton that is a, bullshit. No, because when Cam Newton went above and beyond and did nothing and tri- and just did left, that's my problem. The only Please, here's why we because, cheered Marshawn Lynch for saying, "You know why I'm here, and I'm only here so I won't get fined." Right? Cam Newton gave us a little bit more. I cheered Cam Newton. That's bullshit. No, because Cam Newton backed it up the whole year. I'm cool with that. Cam Newton got away, like, when he was winning, he was doing it. All I'm saying is when Cam Newton lost, all he had to do, not even, like, I'm with you. I don't care about, like, I don't care about Brady or whoever walking off the field. You know, if you want to do it, great. I don't care about sportsmanship. That's overrated. That's usually just an excuse for for people who are losers to not get their feelings hurt. But I do feel like if you're going to be out there as Cam Newton is, just own up, to, own up to when you lose. I don't even say, like, be gracious. Be like, you know, I lost to Peyton Manning. And Peyton Manning is just, as a man, I I want to be Peyton Manning. I'd just be like, Peyton Manning, by the way, uh, that second Super Bowl he did, second, second Woo! Super Bowl he won, he, Woo! The he old, stunk. Peyton, Peyton Manning did less than Trent Dilfer, and Trent Dilfer is the worst QB who's ever won a Super Bowl. Peyton Manning, lest we forgot, got benched that year for Brock Osweiler. Can I t- do you know right now if Brock Osweiler's still in Houston or in Denver? Like, because he's been there both, like... You know why? Because Brock Osweiler stinks, and Peyton Manning got benched. Brock Osweiler still co- still collecting them checks, though. Hey, that if, is there anything better than seeing someone, Not especially in the NFL, collecting checks? Especially in the NFL, oh, where the labor cheap. force is really screwed and they get no guaranteed money. I love seeing the NFL I get chipped out of money. I, love, I it. love it. I love it. Shout out to basketball and baseball and hockey for guaranteed money. Yeah, that's nice. You know what I mean? They know that their labor force works hard, and, and they're like, no, hey, the NHL I'm, screws their players out of money. They do it whenever they can. The way they have that escrow set up for their for for the current CBA, uh, which by the way there will be an NHL lockout when the current CBA expires. It as, will happen as is it tradition. Will yeah, as, as is tradition. tradition. <laughs> we probably won't see the NHL for another. We probably won't see the NHL for a season. Uh, but you know they'll come back and they'll be like, please like my sport. Yeah. Oh. You know they sort of got away with it the first lockout because they came back and changed the rules to you make it a little more fast. The NHL are gonna the NHL are going to hate themselves when they realize that. No one gives a shit about the NHL when the Olympics are on. That's why, and the, so they try to convert, convert that, combat that by saying, "Okay, we're just not sending our players." Well, you know why they're not sending their players? Because the IOC wouldn't give them a cut of the revenue. Oh, really? Yeah, the IOC wouldn't give them a cut. Wouldn't get, wouldn't get a, wouldn't give them a cut of the marketing revenue. Oh, shut up. So out. all the like U.S. Olympic apparel that gets sold with NHL player names on it, they weren't going to. They weren't. The, the IOC was not going to let the the NHL get that cut. Do the and. Do, uh, I mean, I respect the NHL for doing what they did and saying, "Hey, these are you know these players right. are we're right. I can them. see both, both we're sides. loaning them to you. We want our cut. I totally understand. And that. I can also see the IOC saying, "Hey, but they're playing for us. We're selling gear that's tailored for our event. It's not your event. Yeah, Even but if they're, they're, they're yeah, but they're the right. NHL's players. I'm more on the NHL. I'm more on the NHL side, but I do see the IOC side. 
And I can also, but I think I they're agree both with you. idiots, right? Yeah, it's End not of the like day, they're both corrupt. They're, it's both, not... they're both corrupt, idiotic organizations. The NHL is a little less corrupt. There's more. Oh uh, please, please! Hey, shout out to the Vegas Golden Knights, by the way. The NHL those. is so corrupt. The NHL is so backassward in its thinking. It's a bunch of it's a bunch of ninety year old white men from Canada who have no idea about anything going on south of Manitoba. Well, shout out to well, shout out to Winnipeg. By the way, shout out to all our Winnipeg listeners. I'm sure there's like at least dozens of them. Oh yeah, there's literally dozens of them. Do you think our radius expands right now between the Fredericksburg and Falls Church area right now? Uh, you know, I don't think it extends off this block. <laughs> I'll be completely honest with you. Hey, man, it's just the first step. You know what's going to happen, too? This podcast will take off, and people will go back in time and listen to this and go, man, they really changed it for the better. You know, Jack got that new co-host. We're going really to blow off. up like the World Trade. Oh. Shout out to Biggie. Man, we lost Biggie too soon. Although, honestly... Biggie's weighing like four hundred. By the way, did you see the? Uh, Biggie would have died. That's what I'm saying. Well, there was there was the uh, the unsolved ad. There's some like mini. Oh, on the USA. About, yeah, the USA miniseries. I did. So, I've seen the ads. So we. You know why I've seen the ads, you, obviously, but yeah. You know why we can assume that this is going to be trash, right? Just because it's a rapping miniseries. No, because it's on USA. Yes, yeah. I was gonna say I don't <laughs> think of USA. The last time USA made a good show, uh, Burn Notice was their like long running. Did you hot show? I was gonna say, did you, you ever that see, show? Did you see was, this? Absolutely. Did you see the, ever see the shit. SNL sketch where it was ju- the game show and it was just what is Bird Notice? And every question was just they would give hints and it was like just tell me what Bird Notice is. It's the number one show on USA. And then it was just like no one could give them an answer. I can't tell you what Bird Notice is. I couldn't tell you what Bird Notice was about. I assume it was on a boat. I assume it was about, you know. I I, I could have I assumed it was about a dermatologist who specialized in third degree burns. <laughs> That makes sense. I'd make it? a lot more sense than a spy getting burned by the CIA and somehow managing to live his life in Miami, which is what the show's actually about. I mean, you could probably get away with living in Miami. No, I always got some these creatures. If you're a burned, if you're a burned spy in the U.S., like your citizenship has been revoked, you're not gonna go and then go to Miami where they've got. You get the God Mayb- knows how many federal law enforcement agencies there. Get Maybach music to provide security. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I really want Ricky Rose's staff providing me security. They, they, help, they, they took care of him the same way they've taken care of Rick through all those cer- the, all those seizures. There's, shout out to Rick. He, uh, he's lost a lot of weight. I mean, Rick Ross, the maybe, only guy who can manage to lose weight and still look like a fat his, his, his titties are still way too big. He needs to probably get some bench. Oh! <gasps> I think uh, they were talking about on Bodega Boys. That Rick he, Ross he is the only rapper who communicates to... exclusively through grunts. <laughs> not, <laughs> gorilla, not Gorilla Zoe. I was gonna say it's the Rick Ross. I was gonna say the Ying Yang Twins did it through. <laughs> Shout out to the Ying. Are the Ying Yang Twins still alive? Uh, you know, we maybe. can't guarantee it. Maybe. I like. I guarantee. I'm sure they are, but I can't put my life. Do on you it. think they still pretend to be twins? Are they not, not actually? Oh, they're not actually related. As wait, far they're as not. As far as I'm aware, no. Hold on. I mean, I I know I said we'd end this at thirty, but we're we're no, we're we're. Wait, wait, are, are we deep diving on this? Oh, we're deep diving. We're, on we're the deep diving thing. on the yin yang. I've been lied to my whole life. Let's look this up. Oh my god, I've been lied to my whole life about the yin yang twins. Their whole gimmick was, yo, we're. Well, I don't know their gimmick. Their gimmick. I don't know what their gimmick was. Their gimmick was. They were sort of the Migos before Migos in terms of looks, at least. Right? They had gold teeth. They had. They didn't make sense when they talked. Yeah. Uh, Ying Yang Twins, an American hip hop duo. This is according to Wikipedia. Consisting so of right. Kane, like Tim Kane, uh, born Eric Jackson, and D Rock, born uh, D'Angelo Holmes. They're not even related. They're not even related. Oh my! God. Yeah, man. But you know, man, the Ying Yang Twins. As uh, to, to was it, to quote uh, the great Derek Zoolander. 
I don't mean brothers, like biological brothers. I mean brothers like in the way that black people mean it, which is more meaningful, <laughs> I think. I'm still, I'm genuinely stunned that the Ying Yang Twins aren't related to each other. I don't this know is, why you're surprised. I'm, why am I not? They were called the Ying Yang Twins. I mean, look at them. They look nothing alike. Not even not even in the eyes. To be fair, I haven't looked at the Ying Yang Twins. Well, they, they, when was the last time the music video was on TV? They when, did the Lil John thing where they wore sunglasses all the time because true. they have awkwardly awkwardly wide set eyeballs. They had those like alien eyeball things. Yes, Lil John had this the they're weird. Like Don, like, they're like Donnell Rawlings but bigger eyeballs. <laughs> Shout out to Don Donnell uh, opened for Chevelle. Of I course he did. I actually dapped up Donnell. It was really cool. Good dude, DC guy. Obviously makes sense. <laughs> I had no idea. Wait, he, wait, he's from DC too. Yeah. He's still like he was. Him, he, he was Eddie on radio. For, he was on him, radio. Eddie for a long Griffin time. and Eddie Griffin's from here. Yeah, Eddie Griffin's from DC. I thought he was from. I, I don't know. You know, I thought he was from LA because he was on uh, 2001. No, he's Eddie Griffin's. Eddie Griffin's from DC. Who else is from DC? That's like, Marvin Gaye. We lost Marvin too soon. Marvin Gaye, Chuck Berry. No, Chuck Brown. Chuck Berry's from. Uh, Shout out to Marvin Gaye, man. I mean, I know he died about. Nine years before I was born, but still, Marvin Gaye made some great music. That's my non-controversial opinion for this podcast. Marvin Gaye made some pretty good music. Did Marvin Gaye's dad die? Like at like, was it or uh, was it just he killed his son? These are the important questions that we're going to get to the bottom on this podcast. Huh? According to Wikipedia, Eddie Griffin was born in Missouri. Oh, so I was well, I was almost right. I said uh, I said someone else was born in Missouri. Hmm. When, was the last time Eddie, when was the last time you saw Eddie Griffin do anything, by the way? Um, and I mean anything. Uh, he did the uh, Def Comedy Jam, like, 20-year reunion thing. That was, what, four years ago? Five years ago? Or was it even more recent than that? It might have been 15. Okay. Might have been 15. I don't know off the top of my head. I was going to say, though. I just, and it's like, it's like Chris Tucker. I haven't seen Chris Tucker since the last Rush Hour. No, you know, I see Chris Tucker sometimes at NBA All-Star Weekend. They show him in the crowd. Like, he's still famous. Oh, yeah. I have nothing against Chris Tucker. I just haven't seen Chris Tucker. Or and Eddie Griffin's really funny. I haven't seen Eddie Griffin do anything in a long time. Celebrities from D.C. Uh, Kevin Durant is not from D.C. He's from the area. We'll give he's, him that. The DMV as a whole. Sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll allow we, that. We do that all the time. You and I, we, we've done that all the time anyway. That's how we, you know... If people from out of like our area ask us where we're from, don't we just generally say the D.C. area? Yeah, it's just easier that way. It is. Instead of trying to explain the whole dynamic of Virginia. Because if you say Virginia, you think, not even Fredericksburg. Like Let's see what Richmond. Huffington Post has to say about famous people from D.C. Oh, this will be a... Chuck Brown, Duke Ellington, Goldie Hawn, I knew that. Dave Grohl is from Springfield. Did not know that. I did know that. Actually, a buddy of mine in town in Fredericksburg here went down to Voodoo Festival, the Voodoo Festival in New Orleans, Voodoo. with Dave Grohl. Ooh. Like, Ooh. like went out drinking with Dave Grohl, was backstage, did all this shit with Dave Grohl. You ever went to New Orleans? I've never been to New Orleans. I feel like you would be in paradise in New Orleans. I don't think so. I'm sorry, why not? <sighs> I know you well enough to know where I'm surprised by that statement. I mean, I'm sure I would enjoy New Orleans for the, like, the culture and the art and the food, but, like... And the booze. I just, yeah, I don't... I guess if you're around it all the time, it's not any special to be in different bars and different Like, cities. one, like, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll get a drink to go for, like, the sheer novelty of it, but, like, that's a bit that's gonna wear thin real quick with me. And then it's like, oh, I'm in New Orleans, we're 20 feet underwater, it's really hot and muggy. Yeah, pretty it's much. It's January and it's 90 degrees it's and really humid. How is this possible? sweating my balls <laughs> off. 
I have I have to wear cargo shorts here for some reason. Oh no, I'm not wearing cargo shorts. Oh, uh, in New Orleans, Absolutely you kind of have to. No, you don't. Oh, don't know about it. That's what I'm saying. Oh, well, I mean, there's a good chance you'd meet some of the Cash Money crew. I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Okay with me. You wouldn't want to meet Manny Fresh? Nah, I'm fine with that. I mean, the other ones, sure, they're disposable, but like, Manny Fresh would be cool. Yeah. Is he even alive? Oh, Manny Fresh is alive. He can lose a little bit of weight. A buddy of mine was down in New Orleans two summers ago when he met Hannibal Burris. The aforementioned Hannibal Burris? The, yes, yeah. Callback. <laughs> Already on our first episode, we got a bunch. <laughs> Hannibal Burris, what was he doing in New Orleans? I guess probably doing a show. Just doing Hannibal Burris things. Does Hannibal Burris wears glasses, right? Because he has such small eyes. Or am I thinking of... He wears glasses. That's He's also right. pigeon toed. I, I will say this. My high school football... And when I say... Uh, when I played football in high school, uh, you can't see it at home. The air quotes around that are so thick. Because this was uh, me, a lot heavier and a lot less athletic. So I was about fourth string lineman. <laughs> Our running back had, had severe pigeon toes. And we could not, it, it was like watching a miracle happen in front of you. You don't know how you run. Because when we would mock him and you do it, it hurts your knee. It hurts like the inner part of your knee. I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a doctor. I don't know what it's called. Maybe your meniscus. But, and it, so I can't imagine doing that and running legitimately. But then again, I don't have any weird, like, you know what I mean? I don't have a limp. I don't have a, I don't have any, you know, I got a huge head, but that doesn't, that's not a thing. You do. I do. For those of you at home, like. So we can we can literally say hey big head at you and not be oh no about it. yeah exactly I wouldn't assume like yo it's it's an ego thing no I legitimately wear a size eight baseball cap which is basically the largest they have in retail uh, doesn't help that I got a bump on it from something dumb I did when I was like in middle school or high school Wikipedia is out here claiming that Taraja P Henson is from DC well shout out to Taraja she's I mean she sort of does she she sort of does the same role Allison Hannigan hmm. Hmm. Goldie Hawn, I knew that one. Um, hmm. Dave Chappelle, obviously. We're not mentioning him, but shout out to Dave Chappelle. Uh, I don't know. We don't have as many. Dave Batista, star of Guardians of the Galaxy, former uh, former uh, Arlington native, still has a house there. He 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 trained. Dave Batista trained at the first gym I ever went to. Yeah, when it was still, an Olympus gym. That, still goes there. I wish it'd be great. My and my brother babysat for like. My his brother family's... babysat for the guy who like got him a big break. He's in still, life, he's who family, got his family still lives in Arlington. Shout out to Dave Batista, cool dude. Stars and I never saw Guardians of the Galaxy two, but Guardians of the Galaxy one was Guardians great. of the Galaxy two was good. Right. Uh, it's on Netflix. I think I'm actually gonna watch that. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah, there's a lot. I I am way behind on everything I need to see on Netflix. Didn't have it. Still haven't watched Stranger Things. Still haven't watched all that. No, no. You know what? We we can get to 45. This is our first our special episode. We're at 42. We'll, we'll stretch it out. Oh, man. <laughs> Opening episode special. Yeah, that's right. Uh, if you've made it this far, uh, you must have gotten paid off to do it because God knows that this isn't a good show. But, you know, it will get better. We'll get there. It's like anything in life. It just, it will get better, including this show. Ah, you know what? We don't even need to get to 45. We're going to wrap it up right now. Anything you got to say? Last words? Um, Shout out to Justin Timberlake. Black Lives Matter. Um, Justin Timberlake can... Are you just gonna say as many controversial things as you can? Like Justin Timberlake can uh, die in a hole. All uh, right. Jessica Biel can do better than him. All right. Give, um, give, give me one person Jessica Biel can realistically do better than Justin Timberlake. He's a handsome man. Timberland. And on that note, thank we're you. We're out. We're out. <laughs> <laughs>